Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This is Alicia and Whitney on Coming Coming Up Higher, where we're cultivating atmospheres for God to move in everyday life. Well, welcome to Coming Up Higher. This is Alicia and Whitney, and we are so excited for the guests we have on today because uh, this is just going to be family talk. (laughs) We've... uh, well, I guess we should say this this man has known us our whole lives. Uh, right. And I just found out prior to this interview that I was uh, actually the first little baby that he ever held as an adult. <laughs> so that's how far how far we go back. Um, but his name is Stu Campbell and he lives in Rockford, Illinois with his beautiful wife Rose and they have two adult children, Amelia and Chris. And Stu actually serves on our nonprofit organization board, Keeping It Global, and he loves to help entrepreneurs and small businesses build their online presence through website services, podcasting, and improving their SEO efforts. So he's a pretty awesome guy. I know he's, uh, well, we'll get, we'll talk more about him uh, as we interview yeah, him. Yeah, and he's, he's very good at, at, at helping others with their businesses and ministries. He's been a, a helper to us with mm-hmm. on the technical side of things, even with this podcast, but even on the spiritual uh, side of things, he's always offering a, a word of the Lord or a word of encouragement. And he right. listens to what the Lord has to say and isn't afraid to speak it. And so we're, we're thankful for Stu. So welcome. Welcome, Uncle Stu. Hey. <laughs> Thanks guys. Good to see you. <laughs> yes. Good to have you on. Uh, Stu has just been such an encouragement, like Alicia said, and I guess before we get into to all the stories that we have, or some of them, we don't have enough time for all the stories <laughs> we have <Right>. together. <laughs> we have a long history, right. but let's just go ahead and let's just start off with just kind of your coming to, to Jesus moment and, and what that looked like, because what we want the listeners to know is um, we have a long history because you and our dad were really good friends right. and um, you really, I know personally you fed so much into my dad's life and I know you would say the same was true for, you know, my dad right. in your life. So um, let's just talk about what coming to Christ looked like for you. All right. So, yeah. So when I, I grew up in church, I grew up in a Baptist church and when I was probably 13, 14, I, I was, I started getting too cool for church, you know, so I thought anyways, and so I went away from church. My mom and dad were always in church, you know, and always praying for me, always, always, you know, always there in the background, and, and, and the Holy Spirit was always there too, you know, kind of tugging, and, and so I knew, you know, I knew that what I was doing wasn't my best life, wasn't what God really had for me, you know, and, and I kind of ran a little bit from God, because when I was that age, I sort of felt like he was calling me into ministry, you know, but I'm like, I don't know if I can give that up, you know, I don't don't know if I could give this life up for that, you know, is kind of what I thought being a, a, a 14 year old kid, you know, and and so anyways, I, I ran around and did a bunch of stupid stuff and, and <laughs> went to the school of hard knocks for a little while, you know, and, and then in, in 1988, there was a book that was called, I, I, I believe it was called like 1988 reasons why 88 Jesus reasons. would come back. 
what was it, 88 reasons? Okay, so anyways, I, I never even really paid attention to the book. I just knew that I had some friends that invited me to church because that of, of that book. They were thinking about, you know, we need to probably, in, in case he does come back, we need to right. start getting our lives straight. Yeah, because it was... 88 reasons why he'll come back in 1988 right okay so was, yeah, yeah i believe so they so the timing you thought he was possibly coming back that year so there was an urgency they, yeah, yeah yeah and and you know and and i always knew i mean i i had enough education in the bible to know that you know no man knows the time or the day mm -hmm. you know but it was it was it was a a, a thing where well, yeah, he could come back any day, you know, and so he makes, makes you think about it, you know, and, and so anyways, we, the church that we went to was the church where your dad was the youth pastor, and so, so the first night we were there, you know, I met your dad, and, and prior to that, my dad had told me that I need to meet your dad, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> he was right. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, your dad and I became really good friends. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> sorry, it's all right. <laughs> we cry when we think about him too. We miss him for sure. <laughs> anyways, I started helping him with the youth group there, and then and when he moved on to his own church, I was the youth pastor with him for probably 10 years we were there, I believe, you know, and like said, watched you guys grow up and, and you never were old enough to get into the youth group at that time. Probably you should be thanking <laughs> God for that. <laughs> it always looks like a lot of fun though. I remember that. I was like, man, they get to do a lot of cool things. <laughs> and anyways, but uh, so, you know, your dad and I, we were friends. We've, you know, known your mom for, 30 years now, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, obviously watched you guys grow up, watched Joshua grow up, and, yeah. you know, it's it's awesome to see where he, he's at, you know, and, and being a dad himself, and, you know, and uh, right. I'm so excited for where you guys are at, you know, and, and just what you're doing, and, and, you know, you're really carrying on your, your dad's legacy, you know, and and so you can't beat that. You can't beat yeah. that when your kids grow up and, and and carry on something that you started, you know. Mm -hmm. And so so kudos. <laughs> well, thank you. There's something in your testimony that I was just thinking of as you were talking about it is that book, The 88 Reasons Jesus Coming Back in 1988 mm -hmm. or whatever the title is there. But I just, it's just funny because obviously that didn't happen because, you know, it's 2020, right. but I love how God still used something that maybe wasn't true or mm -hmm. it didn't come to pass, wasn't accurate, but that didn't stop God from using it to, to draw you in to him. Right. And I think sometimes we live in such like a cancel culture that if you, if you're bold to step out and do something like that, or if you pray over someone and those things don't come to pass, we just, well, that wasn't of God or, right. you know, we like you're cut a that false prophet or something you know, yeah. things like that. We automatically right. just shut it down. Right. But what's really neat. And I haven't, that just made me think of this is just that even 
even the things that didn't come to pass or that didn't happen, like that doesn't mean that God still can't use it. Right. And like your proof that God can still use even our mistakes or um, our ignorance or our uh, misgivings, like whatever it is, like God can still right. use those things. And so um, I think that's awesome that <laughs> that was the book that brought you in. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm glad that it happened. You know what I mean? Like I said, I, I always had in the back of my mind, even while we were, you know, it was supposed to be like this period of a week, you know, that Jesus could come back any day this week, you know, and it was during Rosh Hashanah, which made sense, you know, because it's the Feast of the Trumpets. We know that the Trump's going to sound and, and he's going to come back, you know, we, we know all that stuff. So, so you could see where the guy would get them ideas that, right. you know, hey, it may be now, you know, yeah. right. and stuff, but, but I'm, I'm thankful that, that, yeah, that I didn't just shown it after okay well it didn't happen I'm gonna go do my own thing again you yeah, know right and, and part of that was because of your dad though because he reached out to me you know like the first week that I was there then he made a point to call me you know and that was something that your dad was excellent at yes. was he was a, an excellent communicator and and he he always 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 reached out and, and made a point to 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 be a friendly guy, you know, and so I, I want to go back just a minute too for to to like what you're saying, like with prophetic utterances and and stuff like that. You know, like I have friends that 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 they think, well, because that didn't happen right, right away, you know, it, it it was a a wrong thing or a you missed it or or whatever, you know. But that's the thing where when you get a word and, and you guys, you guys are, are good examples. When you get a word, you have to do something with that word. Right. You know, God can tell you that I'm opening up these doors for you. I'm taking you into a direction that you don't even think about. You, you don't know how to get there, but he can open the doors. He can make the thing happen, you know, but, but you have to be the one that steps into that. You know, right. so you could get a hundred words in your lifetime, but if you don't take what he says, and if you don't do something with it, then it's going to lay there dormant yeah. because, because that's one thing about how cool God is, is, is that he won't make you do something. He'll give you opportunities. He'll give you, uh, uh, you know, he'll, he'll give you the skills and the abilities to do it. But you have to be the one that takes that and, yeah. and moves forward with it, you know. I mean, one of the things that, that I think is funny in my life is when I was in high school, when we had to do a, a, a you know, we would do a, a report and we would have to get up and do an oral report. Well, I would take the D because I wasn't getting in front of people and talking. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's just not something Stu Campbell does. <laughs> and, and, but your dad saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself, you know? And he saw it because God saw it, you know? And, mm -hmm. and so now I can get in front of people. I still cry a lot. I still, okay. still you know, <laughs> get tender-hearted moments and stuff like that. When God, when the Holy Spirit moves on you, though, you can't really not do that, so true. you know, in my experience, yeah. anyway, maybe there's people out there that can, but when the <laughs> spirit moves on you, you know, you, you know, so, but 
but I, I would get in front of people and, 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 you know, we, I play guitar and, and so there was times that we were playing in front of 1200, 1500 people, you know, mm. and I was the guy that had to go up to the mic and, and, and give the devotional. <laughs> <laughs> and so my knees were knocking, my, my voice was cracking, but I knew that we were there more for just playing music. We were there to minister and to introduce some people to Jesus, you know? Mm, yeah. And so you have to do that. You have to push through sometimes. And even when you have a word, sometimes you have to push to birth that word, you know? It, it kind of is like a, a pregnant lady. It, the baby isn't coming out <laughs> until she pushes, yeah. you know? And sometimes you have to do that with a prophetic thing. I, thought, I think you bring up a really good point is um, it's – a process. And I remember when we've gotten some words that we knew were prophetic words that we knew this, this person's a stranger. They don't know me, but I, I recognize what they're saying because they're conversations I've had with the Lord privately mm -hmm. in the secret place. And you know, and you know, it's, it's God. And, but there's, there has to be a process where you're mendable where you're bendable, where you're pliable, where you're open to teaching from other people to get where God wants you to get. Um, where you have to be open to new relationships uh, that God's trying to get to you to connect you to the next step. And there's, there's, there's all these steps to get from point A to point Z right. from where, where you receive the word to where uh, you see the fulfillment of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of even something you, you spoke to us after our dad passed away because our dad had some pretty amazing words spoken over him and even things that you saw that the Lord was telling you. And um, when he was taken from us so soon, it was just like, ugh, you know, like there was so much there. We just saw so much and, and he was moving in a direction with his ministry. And, um, but you said, you know, Abraham, didn't get to see all the fulfillment of, of everything that the Lord spoke to him. And I remember you taking Whitney and I aside um, shortly after he passed and said, but I believe he's going to, some of those things weren't necessarily for your dad, but they are going to be fulfilled through his children or through, through mm -hmm. the generations to come. And I think sometimes when we receive a word, we think, Oh, it's going to be all me in my lifetime. It's going to happen in this. And God's saying, no, maybe I want you to start investing generationally. And how are you investing in the next generation or your children or people you mentor or whatever that's right. that are all puzzle pieces to that word of God. And, you know, we've sang at places that we didn't even know our dad wanted to speak at or, or be on a certain television show or something like that. And you messaged us mm -hmm. and said, wow, I can't believe you're going to be on this show. Your dad was trying to get on there and, and wanted mm -hmm. to do that someday but his daughter's got to fulfill it, you know? Right. And so I, I love that point that you brought up is, is it, it's a process. Right. right? And, and that's the thing too, that, that is just so awesome because God is faithful. He said, I'm a, I'm a, because I remember there were, there were times when I prayed over your dad and, 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 I had a vision one time that I was praying, Whitney, you were there, so you may remember this, but we were a little group <laughs> gathered together on a Saturday night, and I prayed, and, and the whole time that I was praying for your dad, I saw him on a stage with a bunch of chairs, looked like a, like a studio, you know, kind of like a Johnny Carson type <laughs> situation, you know? 
know? And uh, I'm like, I don't know what this means. I don't know where this is. I don't know where this is in your future, you know? But but you guys have been in that situation. I've seen videos of you on a, on a stage that looks just like what I saw your dad, you know? Yeah. And, and, and so God is so faithful that, that he knew that a McDermott had to get there. <laughs> you know? Right. You know? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and so I just think that that's, that's awesome how God is, is allowing you guys to do some of the things that your dad did want to do. That, that, and, and I believe that, you know, your dad's life was stole from us. It's not, a, there's not a question, you know, and, and he went home too early. I, I'm happy for him, <laughs> but he went home too early, you know, and didn't get to do a lot of the things that I know God had spoken to him, but it is, it's like Abraham. Abraham didn't see the full fulfillment of what God had spoken to him, but we all know that it was true. Mm-hmm. We all know that God was faithful. We all know that what God said was going to come to pass and it did come to pass mm-hmm. yeah so. yeah and then it's still going to come to pass right um yeah i just have such an expectancy of, of those things and i think something you said too that's important about the prophetic is that it it sees what isn't there yet and it builds people up and like you had mentioned with our dad that he saw things in you that you didn't see in yourself but because he spoke to those things and wanted to help develop them, then all of a sudden what you couldn't see moved into the scene. Mm. Right. And, and that's what prophecy should do. It should, it should build us up and draw things out of us. And, and be, I, be a perspective change, mm-hmm. you know, even right. just show you a different perspective of how God sees you and, and steps you can take that you don't necessarily see in yourself. Yeah. And so for those listening who may be on the, on the line about whether prophecy is true or if that's still alive and well today or not, uh, one of the, one of the sure signs is if, if it's something that's tearing you down or is negative and and condemning you, that isn't of God. Like God will convict us, but that conviction brings about change. Whereas condemnation brings about shame. And, and so when, when someone's praying over you or speaking into your life, it should be something that shifts your perspective or draws you closer to God or draws out what God has put in you um, and, and makes what was unseen seen. Right. And I love one of, the, one of the stories I love most to think about with you, Stu, is I remember being a senior in high school and that little group he was talking about that met on Saturday nights ended up being a church. We um, helped start a a second church and I was leading worship one night and I was getting ready to graduate high school and, and I was moving to Branson for college. I didn't have all my plans, like all my ducks in a row just yet, but I was getting them there. And I just remember you pulled me aside and you were like, Whitney, it's awesome that you want to do business and that you're pursuing this, but I want you to know that God's saying, don't play it safe. And that, you know, your life isn't meant to be just traditional or and not that that's bad, right. but you're just like the conventional life isn't what God has given you. Right. And, but I just remember those words, don't play it safe. Don't play. Like you said it a few times and you had talked about God wants to use you in music. And I just see all of these things and hmm. looking back on that. And, 
you know, I, I, I was a good, a good kid and was like, okay, Stu, like, thanks. You know? I'm still going to business school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like still got my plans because like, that was so out of the realm of possibility for me. Like it was a desire that I had and, and something that God and I talked about, but it was just, to me, it wasn't attainable and I didn't see myself there, mm-hmm. but you saw me there because of that prophetic gifting. And then, you know, like Alicia said, I went off to business school and still did, did that for a couple of years. But then after our dad passed away, you pulled both of us aside and gave us that same talk. And you just said, girls, you can't right. play it safe mm-hmm. because we were, we were going to be going to school for, you know, her nursing and, and me marketing. And, um, you just said, God has, has a plan for you in music and you really need to pursue that. And that was like the main word that literally helped us decide that, okay, God, we're going to pursue music and the ministry that we feel like is, is inside us, even though it doesn't really make sense right now, even though maybe financially it's not like the, the most secure, yeah, the safest route, but you said you can't, don't play it safe. And that's literally like something we remember and live by to this day. Mm -hmm. So I thank you yeah. for that and honor you for that. Um, God. <laughs> yeah, because, because we, we're living in the fruit, you know, we, we love our lives. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Praise the Lord. And, and that's the thing where, where, you know, there's, there's times when, when a, a prophetic thing comes on you and you know, I can't leave without saying what I need to say here. I can't leave here the, and, and I can't leave that other person leave here let them leave here the same way they came in because you know that you know that you know that you have a word and you don't know and and that's for me anyways it it, it's it's probably more word of wisdom word of knowledge than than prophetic actually but it, it it comes down to i know that i have a word for this person and and then where where God takes us from that point, <laughs> nobody knows. But I knew I had a word that don't play it safe, mm-hmm. you know. And and I knew that that was for both of you. I knew that 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 there was going to be a, an Alicia and Whitney at some point. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how either. I didn't know where or when or. But I knew that there was going to be that day, and and and. Though, uh, well, I, my spirit, in my spirit, <laughs> I perceived there was going to be that day, but you guys had to take that and then go do what God told you to do with it. You know, and that's where, I, I mean, I see people get frustrated and they, they, they hear this word and they, they get frustrated with it. Well, you have to act, you have, you know, and, and, and I, and I hear God get blamed a lot of times for, or why, why, why didn't he do that? Or why didn't he? Well, probably because the Spirit spoke to you a number of times about, you know, I mean, I prayed. I'll tell you, you guys a story about how I became a, a youth pastor. <laughs> so I was, I was praying, you know, your dad asked me to help with youth, youth group. And, and me, I'm like, you know, I don't know anything about ministry. I don't know anything about youth I don't, I mean, you know, you know, there's a couple of these kids I would like to strangle much less <laughs> I know that one. And, 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 and be a part of their lives, you know, but so I, I was praying and I was praying. And, and, and so 
one night in a, in a church service, I, I prayed. I said, God, I wish you would just tap. <laughs> wish, you would, wish you would just tap me on the shoulder and, and tell me, what do you want to do? <laughs> or what do you want me to do? And so as soon as I finished praying that, there was a, a tongue message and interpretation. <laughs> and that word was, my son, I've laid every brick in front of your path. And I want you to move forward, step by step, follow the bricks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I mean, you, you can't deny that that was a God thing you, that, that I know in my mind, I just prayed something. I didn't pray it out loud. I prayed it in my mind. And some lady a hundred feet away from me <laughs> gave an interpretation that was God speaking to me wow. saying, this is what we need you to do next. This is your next step, Stu, yeah. you know? That's good. And, and it, he's just so faithful. God is always faithful, you know? And, and, and so I'm going to encourage you guys again. Don't be safe. Yeah. <laughs> go bigger, go, go harder, go longer, whatever you need to do that. Yeah. Don't be safe. <laughs> That's a good message for our listeners. You know, if, if, if the Lord's spoken something to you and you haven't seen it come to pass or, you know, the word says hope deferred makes the heart sick. Mm-hmm. And if you, you're depressed or you're angry or whatever, your heart's sick. Don't, don't carry on that way. Don't let 40 years go by. Just repent and and seek God's face and say, Lord, even if I do have to go step by step or brick by brick or highlight my yellow brick road, you know, (laughs) and and let me know which way I need to go um, because you don't want to be stuck where you're at right now. And there's so much more for you. There's so much life to be lived. There's so many souls that need to be saved and encouraged and, and motivated that we need all, I always say this, we need all hands on deck right now. We don't need one, one person sitting on the sidelines because they've been wounded long ago and, and just sat on the bench and, and decided to just drop their calling. Um, we need all hands on deck. And so that's, that's what we want to encourage other people. Don't play it safe, but just seek his face. And, and start praying into what he wants you to do specifically in this hour. Yeah. Well, and I love because the, the prophetic gifting and just kind of what we've talked about today so fits in with like what we read out of your bio earlier about um, how you, you're, you love to help entrepreneur, new entrepreneurs and small businesses uh, you know, build their online presence and web services and, and things. And you've just done that so much for us, like you're the reason you helped. I mean, I wanted to start this, we want to start this podcast. I'm like, Uncle Stu, you got to help me. <laughs> How do we do this? And like, you just found this video series and sent it. And literally I was able to learn off that, got the equipment we needed. And here we are like, you know, 15, 20 episodes into our first season. Like, but I guess I just want to hear a little bit uh, of your heart behind, behind that. And just coming alongside uh, new entrepreneurs and small businesses to really ministries. Yeah. It's really what I see you doing is, you know, there's that quote that like anybody can see the dirt, but be the person that finds the gold. Mm -hmm. And I just see like your prophetic gifting and then just in the natural to your natural giftings are just to see, to, 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 uh, mine gold. (laughs) (laughs) So So I don't know. Just tell us a little bit. 
All right. Yeah, I'll just, I'll go. So one of my things, one of my favorite books is a, a book by Zig Ziglar. And his, his, it was See You at the Top. And, and so it's a, a book I read back. It was actually a, a suggestion from your dad <laughs> back in the day. He says, read this book. It's a good one, you, you know. And, and one of the things that he says in there is that if you help enough people get what they want, then you'll have what you want in life, you know. And so when I grow up, I want to be a professional encourager. That's what I want out of life is to encourage other people to, to see them move on and, and to do what they think that, that what they know God's calling them, you know, to do. And, and, and a lot of times, like, I mean, I've worked with a lot of, you know, more min ministries and, and I've worked with businesses that are just small places that are just getting started, you know, and, and how do I get people to my website? How do I, how do I get to the place where on social media, people are listening to me and, and, and how do we add, you know, how do we add likes? How do we add, uh, you know, people to our list of, of followers and, and stuff? You know, and, and so my mind kind of works that way where I go and, and I dig in, you know, so, so if I'm working with a coffee shop, I go figure out, all right, what does a coffee shop need to do? And if I'm working with artists, then I, what do you guys need to do to, to move your ministry further? What do you need to do to, to, you know, to move, you know, with your dad, we, we, he did a, he did all the heavy lifting. <laughs> Don't let me fool you here, <laughs> you know. But we got to the place where he he was having three hundred thousand people come to his website every month, you know. Wow. And that was in like a six, eight month period, you know. It was it was late in in twenty. Well, actually, before I even got the website built for him, it was twenty twelve, you know. And by the 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 end of twenty twelve. He was having 300,000 people come to his website every month, you know, and, and just to see because the, of the things that he posted, the things that he uplifted, you know, it was always mm -hmm. encouragement. It was always, you can do this. It was always, it was all the, always the things that he said to you personally, <laughs> you know, but he put it in writing and then he put it out there, you know? And so, so anyways, I want to help people and, and then, you know, in the, the today's climate, like where we're at right now with people losing their jobs, people not being able to put food on their tables and stuff like that. Unfortunately, when you go to your nine to five job, you'll never ever probably get rich from your nine to five job. There's a few that out there, maybe the CEO is, is making you know, making the kind of money that they really need to be a force, you know, and, and so the reason that I like to help people get started is because I know that financially they'll be better off, and then, you know, the kingdom needs people to have, we need people like you guys that can go out there and get on a stage and sing and, and do things, but we also need people in the kingdom that can fund them things, you know, because it takes money to do God's work. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I, I know that, that there's, there's a brighter future for people if they start their own, if they start their own thing, if they start their own business, like, 
you know, I don't know, have you guys ever read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad? No, no, I haven't. Mm -mm. So Rich Dad, Poor Dad, there's four different people. There's an employee, there's a, I'm not going to have them in my head right now, but basically, ultimately, you get to the place where you're a business owner, you know, and so you, you start as an employee, then you move on to the next quadrant, then there's another like an investor or whatever, and then there's a business owner, you know, and, and so when you get to that place where you're owning your own business, you can, you have a lot more ability to, um, just to make a difference, I guess, for lack of better, you know, you can do more things, you can, you can help more people, you, you have the opportunity there, you know, and that comes down to what we've been talking about all night. You have to get up and go do what you know to do, you know, because you have to, to work that, you know, and, and there's things like today technology helps so much that, that you can post, you can, you can be posting at 2 a.m. And, and, and not, and, and with your eyes closed, you know, you, but wherever your people are at, wherever your demographics say, Hey, I've got a lot of people over in China that are, are listening to and reading my stuff. So I'm going to send a post at 2 a.m. my time, but it's going to be nine o'clock their time, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so there's so much, so much help out there in the technological aspect of it that you don't have to be chained down anymore like you used to be you know used to be they had to set at the typewriter and type when something happened you know now you can type it up and schedule it and and, and it, you know it'll go out later in the day or, or whatever you know and so it gives business owners and, and small businesses it gives them really a, a more even playing with the corporations because they can get in front of more people, you know, mm -hmm. it's like when, when I was in a band way back when, I mean, back then you had to send out, you, you know, every, every gig you got, you had to send out a, a packet, you had to mail a bunch of stuff, you had to do this, you had to, you know, now people can put a YouTube video up and get get and you know people interested mm. and stuff so technology is is so much a help you know and Absolutely. that's one thing that your dad used to always say too because people would you know some of the older guys would would be like well we ain't never done ministry like that boy <laughs> you know but he would always say well you can use this for moving forward so so much more you know and they would say well, well there's a lot of junk on the internet you know and yeah but you could use it for good or you could use it for bad you know mm -hmm. and it's the truth you know and you can get consumed by by your online business too if you're not careful you know mm -hmm. but the thing is, is is that if you have a plan and if you have a a, a way to to make things kind of work with you as opposed to against you, you know, if you have a plan, then you can do the things that you need to do. And you're going to be, you know, you're, you're going to probably actually work less than you do now, you know, and, and, and probably eventually you can make more money. And the other part of that is, is that you're, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're doing what God called you to do, you know, yeah, that's really good. I love that. And it just, yeah, it just shows, like I said, just finding, finding what God has put inside of somebody and helping them 
giving them the tools to help cultivate that. And as they step out and do that, it's like uh, God brings the increase. Right. You know, like in the, in the Bible, that verse where it talks about God is the one that brings the increase um, because of the knowledge that he's given people like you to, to come alongside us and um, give us tools and, and things like that. And um, I just think that's awesome. But I want to um, end this episode with you praying for our listeners and just really calling forth the, the gifts that God's put inside of them. And the goal, like I said, like mining that gold that God has put them, because I do believe that people listening have, have potential that hasn't been discovered yet by them, but God's always known that it's there. And so I just want you to pray something that, um, you know, just can pull that out of them. And, and like you said, it's important for, for us to, to walk in these things and even to, to gain those finances and stuff, because i I, we believe that like the harvest that's coming of, of people coming in, you know, to, to God's kingdom is going to require finances and funding. And so, um, just however you feel led to pray over that. Um, I just want you to, to do that if you don't mind. All right. Yep. Lord, we just thank you for who you are, God. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy towards us, God, God. And we just love you tonight, father God, God, we thank Thank you for all that you've done for us and, and where we're at, Father God. And then I pray, Lord, for the listeners out there that are, are, are kicking ideas around, Lord, that are thinking that, well, maybe I heard God say this or maybe I heard God say that. I, I want to confirm today, dear Lord, that, that you are speaking to them, that you are, are telling them, this is what I want you to do. This is where you go next. This is how, how you move forward. And, and, and God, we know that you'll hold their hand every minute of the way, Lord. Lord, and we thank you for that, God. God, we thank you that you are right there with us with whatever we're doing, God. God, and I just pray that you'll just give them, give them strength, God, God. And, and Lord, maybe some of them are out there and they've heard these words, Lord, long time ago, God. God, but you're still faithful. You're still moving. You're still the same God that spoke that to them, Lord. Lord, and I just pray that if they've laid it down, God, that you would help them pick it back up, Lord God. God, I pray that you'll even excite them about it again, God. God, that, that you'll help them to, to know that they that they know that they know that that's something that you told them to do, God. God, and, and that nothing can get in their way, Lord. Lord, and I pray for, for sickness, and I pray for lack of finances, and I pray for, for, for anything that gets in the way, Lord God. God, and I pray for other people, other people in their families that say, you can't do that. You never even thought about doing anything like that, God, but you gave them a word, Lord, and that's more important than what they can think, that's, that's more important than what anybody else can, can tear down out of them, God, God, I just pray that you'll make, make them bold, and that you'll make them say, I heard from God, and I'm gonna do this, Lord God, God, and then, and, and then I pray that they'll, they'll, they'll do the things that they need to do to study, to, to read, to learn, to to whatever it is, Lord, if, if it's something totally foreign to them, Father God, God, Lord, technology can help them find an answer, God, and I pray that you'll help them to, to just look out there and see what's out there, Lord God. God, there's so many online courses. There's so many things that they can do, Lord God. God, you don't have to go to a 
a, a four-year college anymore like you used to, Lord, to be able to be successful. And so, Lord, we just pray that you'll just help them to seek out what it is that they need to find, God. God, and that, that, that more important than anything, they'll just move forward with what you've told them to do, God. God, and they don't have to look at, at, the, at the final uh, the end project, God, but let them look at what that first brick is, God. God, let them see what the first brick is, Lord, and, and, and don't let them get overwhelmed by the whole picture, but let them look and step on the first brick. And we just pray these things in Jesus' name, God. God, and we just ask that you'll just help them to move forward, Lord. Lord, and to look forward and, and to, 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 to be just to be faithful in what you've told them to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That was good. Yes. That's so encouraging. Mm -hmm. And I, I really hope our listeners just grab onto this and just run with it. And uh, I, I believe that we're stepping into some exciting times. God's not done with you yet. He's not done with us yet. He's not done with you, Stu. And um, there's much to look forward to and be excited about. So thank you for that prayer. Um, is there a way people can get a hold of you? I know you have a Twitter handle and some other things where so, you post information. Yeah, I, mean, I have a website. It's Creative Flow Enterprises, all one word, and uh, dot com. They can they can go there if they want. Um, you know, or they can get a hold of you guys and get a hold of me, or however you want to do that. Have, <laughs> you, have you our know. people call your people, as they say. You know, but yeah, just uh, you, you know, and and like I said, I I, I love idea and and conceptualize through to where they've got a live you know business running and. And so anyways, that's how your dad and I started, you know, he, he said, I'm going to write a book and I need a website. <laughs> and so I started with the website. He started with the book. There yeah. you go. Yep. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, listeners, uh, you need somebody like Stu on your team. If you have uh, a small business that you've started or like he said, you're writing a book or uh, if you're an artist or even he like said coffee shop, you need somebody like Stu on your team. So I encourage you to visit his website and um, look into having him help you out. Yeah. Uh, hire him because I know he will bless you and, and your business and he's got God's anointing on his life. And that's, that's the main thing you want. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, thank you so much Stu for being a guest. Thanks for having and, me guys. Yes. We, we love you. And uh, we look forward to the things God has in store for you and for us as a team. And we just right. want to thank our listeners for tuning in. Um, we love you guys. And we know that God has great things in store for you as well. Yes. So just uh, keep, keep walking. Uh, even if it's brick by brick, God yeah. has it all laid out for you. So God bless you guys. And we'll talk to you soon.